Hello, fine people. Welcome back to another episode of Cerebral Flex. This is episode 44, What is Astrology? I think this will be a very fun one. Good morning, Jared. Morning. Hi. How you be? How you, how you is? What's popping? What's really good? I'm happy because this is going to be the last week that I have to work six days in a row because of the holidays. Because consumerism, people need their packages. Yes, the drudgery of capitalism takes over all of our existences. We should Yay! Just, we, we should just call this show the shitting on capitalism show with how often we shit on it. It doesn't have as much of a ring to it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Cerebral flex is much better. <laughs> I mean, I could shit all over tons of dictator-style communist nations and socialist nations as well. I, I just think when you group a bunch of people together... The bullies always climb to the top of the hill and then fuck everybody in the ass. And that's sorry, this one's rated R, I guess, but that's what's happening. At least you're letting people know in the first minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this one is astrology, um, which um, I am definitely or I guess I was more into the astrology and you were more into the MBTI. Um, but it seems that you've you've come around to to my way and. You can use MBTI and astrology to uh, to kind of accurately predict what's going on in your mind and your subconscious and how you interact with the world and others. Yeah, I learned a ton and yeah. I'm not entirely converted, but I've learned a ton about astrology in the last week and like how to read a birth chart. We'll get into that. But uh, you, you yeah. had, you've had fun with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. All right, I'm just going to give like the um, simpleton real quick descriptions of what each sign in astrology, um, uh, what what the traits are. If you don't know what your sign is, um, stop the show. Go look up the, the your sign. <laughs> First do that. Read about that. Um, you should have a pretty general understanding of what the signs mean in this culture of western mysticism and not wanting to look at reality so yes that wasn't a dig at astrology but aries <laughs> they have no filter they're ambitious honest optimistic self-assertive brave and creative uh, they get angry but then they forget why they're angry um they think everything's a game they can win and they'll do anything um on a dare they get easily bored their element is fire um the symbol is the ram. Their planet is Mars. Their modality is cardinal. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to do what we did in the MBTI. I want to give just a little quick take on if I, yeah. I tend to get along with that sign. And I, I, I do enjoy Aries, but they can also annoy me. I feel like you say that about everyone. Well, everybody can annoy me. I annoy myself sometimes. But like you're, you're like, I like it, but they can annoy me. <laughs> like I like them. I feel yeah. like you said that about almost every every MBTI except the uh, extroverted thinking S types. Yeah, I didn't. I don't like them. Yeah, I just straight up don't like them. But They're Aries, kind of Aries, if you had to like rank them on like, I I love to like I hate like they're solidly in the middle. Kind of depends. I don't know too many of them. I don't believe. And if I did, they didn't leave an impression on me because I don't have any Aries friends in my inner circle i think i think what uh what can get in the way of 
me getting along with Aries is again the fact that they're fiery and I'm earth, so I'm much more naturally inclined to get along with uh water or other earth signs as opposed to fire. Um, and also their planet is ruled by Mars, so they can be very argumentative. And yeah. as, as a Capricorn, I'm I'm very stubborn and I don't I don't like people who argue for the sake of arguing. That yeah, that, that can get on my nerves. Yeah. You're smart enough to not warrant unnecessary confrontation. Yes. All right. What's the next one? Taurus. Tauruses mm. have a regal quality about them. They mm -hmm. are graceful and diligent leaders. They can be stubborn, bullheaded, and set in their ways, but they're also great listeners and very dependable. These are all like quick Google searches of these signs. I'm just giving you like, there's a lot more description for all of them, but. And their sign is they're an earth sign, and what's their modality and all that? I didn't look that up. Oh, I, I okay. stopped because, yeah, I, this is not very consistent. I, I apologize. Okay, um, Tauruses are okay, as far you, as as out of all the earth signs, they're the one I get along with the least, because um, they are more stubborn than me. <laughs> so if they have an opinion, they uh, they get stuck in it. Now I will say. I get along much more with Taurus males than I do with Taurus women. Um, Taurus women can can be a little too um, too regal, and maybe maybe it's a a fear of mine that uh, due to their stubbornness and how intellectual they can also be, maybe they're smarter than me. So there might be a little bit of misogyny mixed in there. I don't know. Uh, fear of being inferior. Yeah. What's going on with my screen? Is it wavy to you? No, you look good. Oh. Okay, it looks weird to me. So I did look it up. Their element is Earth. Their planet is Venus. Their symbol is the bull. They are fixed modality. Yes. And I can just look that up for each of them while you give your opinion of them because I okay. love your opinions of them, especially when I go back and watch the show. <laughs> okay. Um, Geminis. They're flexible, extroverted, clever. There's never a boring moment when they're around. Their, flaw, their flaws include indecisiveness, impulsivity, uh, unreliability, noisiness, Oh, nosiness. Sorry. Uh, therefore, don't disclose a Gemini your innermost, deepest fears. I did not know that about Gemini, that they don't keep secrets well, but I'm not too much better at that. Only for my closest people do I keep secrets. When it comes to Gemini, they <laughs> amuse me because they are very funny and they are very uh, intellectual people, but their flightiness can irk me quite a bit and there are also situations where um where there's been i've known gemini my brothers are gemini actually and um they tend to not take things very seriously a lot of the time and so that can get irritating when you're in a situation that's high stress and they're just you know joking around and not taking anything too seriously that can grate on your nerves um yeah but generally they're they tend to be okay. They are very smart people, um, but I would definitely not trust secrets to them. So they like rank solid, solidly in the middle for me because there are qualities about them that I tend to like, but there are also mm -hmm. some qualities about them, like the not being able to keep secrets and kind of being all over the place that can grate on your nerves. They're great. They're, they're great at parties. Aren't they supposed to be the mother, like the most loving? Yeah, so I will say that for Jim, I get along much. Oh, no, no, that's cancer. Sorry. They're the mother. I was thinking um, of cancer. Sorry. I, I get along much more with Gemini women than I do with Gemini men. Yeah. So 
yeah. I get along with women probably more than men anyway. I, I, yeah, I get along with women a lot more than I get along with men. Anyway, I'm done trying to look for all the. <laughs> it's too, it's too much work. Look it no, up. No, no, no. I, I looked up the wrong one. I wasted my whole time looking into cancer because that's the next one. <laughs> I like, wasted my whole time. <laughs> so, um, Gemini's mutable. They uh, have air, uh, the cardinal air, mm-hmm. and what else? Modality. Where is it? Ah, so they're the twins. Modality's mutable. That's all I got. Yep. Otherwise, I'll waste more time. But um, cancer is the next one, as mm-hmm. I've said. Uh, their personal, their personality is loyal, protective, intuitive, and caring. And on the bad side, cancers are overly sensitive, moody, and vindictive. Yes, so. there's a lot of serial killers that are cancers, I believe. Really. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Now, as as Capricorn, Cancer is my opposite sign. So with every sign that you are, there's a sign that's the direct opposite or an opposition to it. Um, so yes. my relationship with Cancers can be very tumultuous. Um, but when it comes to the water signs, um, I would say Cancer is my favorite, probably because it's the direct opposite to me um my son's a cancer he's very sweet he's very loving he wants to take the youngest. Care of everybody no the oldest really okay the youngest is a scorpio huh <laughs> he seems very loving yeah but he's got like an aries moon and a libra rising so he, he goes off the handle real quick <laughs> huh? um whereas my eldest he's got a Capricorn moon in a Virgo rising, or maybe it's a Virgo moon in a Capricorn rising. Anyway, he's got a lot of earth mixed in with his, his water, which, uh, I enjoy, but one of my best friends, um, she's a cancer moon. I get along much more with cancer. No, I actually have a lot of friends or well work associates that I get along with that are, are cancer men. Um, so cancers generally rank towards the top like probably solid top five sign uh, for me. I I don't like how emotional they can get, um, especially cancer women. They can tend to get very over emotional, um, but I, I, I like them and their sign is the crab. And that's funny because they can sometimes be very crabby. <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. Um, so their zodiac symbol is the crab, their constellation is in cancer, of course. Their, their element is water, zodiac qualities cardinal, mm-hmm. uh, sign ruled by the moon. Um, yes, their detriment is Saturn, and that is something that you will well, their detriment is Saturn because it's opposed to Capricorn because yep. Capricorn is in Saturn. Um, and that is one thing you will notice about cancers too like anytime like moon cycles are like shifting, like from the new moon to the full moon. They can get overly emotional. Like I notice it in my son a lot. Um, depending on what sign the moon is in, he can have like lots of trouble see- sleeping. He can be really tired sometimes. Like the past couple of days, because this full moon's been in Gemini, he's been yeah. very tired and emotional and not sleeping as well. And then once it the full moon comes today, he'll be all better for like a little bit until it hits the new moon cycle. And this is consistent all the time? It depends on like what the moon sign is in, it tends to be. Uh, but That's yeah, pretty cool. 
yeah, it's interesting. He'll have more dreams. Certain dreams will be good or certain dreams will be nightmares depending on the moon cycle and what sign it's in and stuff. It's interesting. Yeah, you understand this a lot more than I thought you did. Yeah. Cool. Right. Leo's um, next, correct? Yeah, Leo. Um, they're compassionate. Uh, they're, they have this uh, always going, like, ever-presence consciousness. Mm -hmm. A lot of drive. Natural leadership are the four main characteristics. So uh, they're known for their generosity of time, energy, respect, and money. As a result, Leos are attractive to others. They have a natural sense of self-assurance. Um, they're, I can just do it now. There's yeah. symbols, lion, um, their elements, fire, their zodiac qualities fixed. They're ruled by the sun. Their detriment is Saturn and Uranus. Their exaltation is Neptune and Pluto and their fall is they don't have one, which is crazy. Yeah. Leo's, um, I don't <laughs> like, don't I don't like Leo men. I tend to think that they're super arrogant, um, mm -hmm. and blowhards. They also tend to think that they're smarter than they are. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just naturally get irked by people who think that they're smarter than they are, especially when I know that they're wrong about something, but they believe mm -hmm. that they're right. Um, Leo women are attractive to me, but they're also very dangerous. Um, because again, Leo's very egotistical kind of, uh, they kind of know that they're, they're hot shit. Um, so, so that can be very dangerous too. And uh, they also tend to be very sensitive people too, um, because they're so egotistical. If you uh, you mess with their their self perception at all, they they kind of crumble and fall apart right away. So they kind of rank near the lower middle part for me. I think they have a huge defense mechanism, and they mm. always want to be loved. And I think they have a secret yearning for acceptance at the heart of their displayed behavior like yeah they, they're in your face and overly colorful because they are afraid to be disliked by anyone yeah that's what i would I agree say. with that i would agree with that and if you get down to knowing them deeply they're really beautiful people they're very good gift givers i'll give them that like they will learn about you and make sure like that they get something that's like meaningful and stuff right so yeah, they're a bit shallow. I will get. It, I will say that. So when it comes to, <laughs> I guess I guess I could rank the the signs by um by element. So like Leo's fire. So they're out of the fire signs. I would say Aries is my least favorite fire sign, but it's also the one I've run into the least. Leo would be in the middle, and then my favorite fire sign would probably be be uh, Sagittarius, which we'll get into. So let's get into the next. The next sign's oh, air, correct? Get through them. What? The next sign is air, right? Libra? Uh-uh. It's Virgo. No. Oh, no. It's Virgo. Yeah. Virgos are humble, self-effacing, um, industrious, and practical. But under the surface, they are frequently natural, kind, and sympathetic as uh, their zodiac sign makes them. Um, they're methodical and quick thinkers. Um, they also have a lot of mental energy. And they're frequently stressed and tense because of it. Um, yeah, I've never, I've always been acquaintances with Virgos. Um, they've always rubbed me wrong. And I think that's uh, because I'm too airy and I'm too theoretical and I'm way out there. I'm more a goofball and dreamy once you get to know me. So Virgos are very um, serious. <laughs> they're awful. very serious. They're very by the book. Um, they're clean freaks. 
yeah. oh my god they're clean freaks um the, again along with all the earth sign all earth signs are stubborn um you have the bull for taurus for capricorn you have the sea goat i don't really know what virgo sign is um or what represents them the virgin the virgin yep elements yeah. earth they're mutable mercury is their ruler uh detriment jupiter and neptune so virgo men are trash i hate virgo men <laughs> um trash you hear that you're trash yeah god um hit the subscribe button <laughs> <laughs> but i i love virgo women um they're incredibly beautiful creatures and they also tend to have like to me they have this like witchy hermit like element i also love virgos women because uh they tend to be very like stay at home intellectual people and i i like that i find that really attractive so for me when it comes to the earth signs i'd say taurus is at the bottom capricorns in the middle and virgo women especially are at the top but virgo men would rank near the bottom of the earth signs for me very good yeah now oh, we're on to libra right yeah which is my favorite absolute hands down favorite um it, is it that's interesting yeah. oh they make me go out they make me like meet new people and like they're very caring and yeah yeah they make me a better person gotcha overall um they're extroverted cozy friendly people um they're like the scales they symbolize uh balance harmony peace and justice in the world they're very egalitarian um, most of the ones I've met are hippies. I really like them. <laughs> if you didn't know, um, their symbol are the uh, balance scales. Uh, their elements air. Uh, they're ruled by Venus. Their detriment is Mars. And there you go. And Libras are out of the air signs. My least favorite. Awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're too. They, they kind of have the same effect that that cancer has, but something about them annoys me more than cancer. I can't really. You can never grasp them. Maybe that's probably part of it. But like, yeah, you'll Libra, never really bond because they're always flying. Libra men and women. Um, meh, yeah, not not the biggest fan of them. Um, I, I wouldn't say like I, I hate them, but on my scale of like rankings them, they'd be at probably the very bottom of all the signs. They're like gorgeous birds. And that, and now they're going to cry <laughs> about that and be very upset and be like, why do you hate me? And that no, annoys me. They probably won't. They'll probably just light a bowl and move on with their day. If they're the hippies, yes. Most of them that I've met. If they're not, they're always out there. <laughs> That's true. They're very always true. out there. I, I, I met one. <laughs> <laughs> she worked at the call center at the clinic I worked at. Mm -hmm. And I forgot her name. Damn. She was like, She's like, Colin, will you come help me move? I have to move my apartment. My boyfriend left me. And I'm yeah, like, they all they they kind of do all talk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you. And then I went there, and literally, she only had a couch, no, <laughs> no TV, nothing. So we moved the couch outside. I'm like, okay, is that it? And she's like, yeah, thank you. And I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Libra. I wish I had more love for you, but I don't. You have all my love. So, Scorpio, um, um, like my wife and your wife too. And they used to actually, well, my youngest, and they also used to be uh, not Scorpio. They actually used to be called the Phoenix. I believe it. 
um, because their their symbol was all about death and rebirth. Um, uh, I should have actually compiled that for us, but each uh, each sign has a tarot card that also goes with it if you're into tarot at all. And uh, Scorpio's tarot card is the death card. And if you know anything about tarot, the death card isn't actually about death. It's about, you know, the current state of yourself dying and being reborn. But uh, Scorpios, they're, they're a mixed bag. Let's get into they're it. Fucking deep, real deep. Um, I'll give you the definition I found. Mm-hmm. They're determined, brave, loyal, honest, ambitious, jealous, secretive, and resentful. Mm-hmm. Um, often mistaken for a fire sign because of their fierce independence, Scorpios are actually deeply emotional and sensitive water signs. Um, they can be very intimidating. They're also the most loyal friends and partners you could ever ask for. That is very true. Um, and it is, they're one of the most ambitious signs. They're amazing at creating connections and being their authentic selves. Um, they are, they're represented by a scorpion. Um, mm-hmm. They're elements, water, they're uh, fixed signs. Their ruler is Mars or Pluto. It depends on who you talk to detriment Venus. And um, yeah, my wife is one. They're very um, emotionally driven, very loyal. Um, will keep your secrets. They are very into wanting to know you to the depth of your core. And being the air sign that I am, it's not too comfortable sometimes. Um, but they are probably the most loving, it, maybe most loving. Most loving know. as long as you don't fuck up. Don't fuck up right. around a Scorpio because they will. They are vindictive as hell. They will remember that shit forever. They never um, forget. Yeah, they're very good at holding grudges, but they're also very good at getting revenge too. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to Scorpio. I would say they rank solidly in like the middle of the water signs. My least favorite water signs, Pisces, and then it'd be Scorpio and then Cancer at the top. Um, Your wife's a Scorpio, yeah? Yes. Scorpio yeah. women are uh, much better than Scorpio men. I tend to find Scorpio men to be uh, very uh, arrogant and kind of backstabby at times too. I don't really like the politics and the power dynamics that come into play when working with them. Um, but Scorpio women are, are pretty chill. A lot of my a lot of my girlfriends have actually been Scorpios, I realized a little while back. So yeah, they're a sign that goes good with Capricorn. Yeah. I've never been with a Scorpio other than my wife. Um, I would say they're like muddy waters, like I'm a bird flying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like not wanting to be attached to anything, just like up there observing everything, digesting information. And then I get stuck in the sludgy mud water and it surrounds me and it like holds me down and wants to know everything about me, what every feather is and why my beak is its length. And they're, what I eat. they're very good at psychoanalyzing you. Yeah. They're very good at yeah. it. Yeah. It's like I'm in, um, Homer's Odysseus, where the guy got trapped on that island and he was there for only a week, but it was like 15 years. Yeah. Reality. Yeah. That's what I think of when I think of Aquarius Scorpio parent. <laughs> it's like not a bad time, but then you're dead. Moving on to my favorite fire <laughs> sign, Sagittarius. <laughs> Oh 
get I thought tr- that was a beautiful poetic way to put it. Maybe you're, maybe you're gonna get you're, get, you're gonna get in trouble. Um, That's probably true, but you should know that, Robert. <laughs> Sagittarius uh, values independence and the ability to do what they want when they want, above all else, which is dope. Uh, yeah, my best friends. Shout out to Sean Saggy. Uh, they're adventurers, risk takers, have a sharp business and sports mentality. Their uh, natives are known for their emotional intelligence, which helps them connect with others. Uh, when you can uh, give your opinion. I'll look up their whatnot. Sagittarius. <clears throat> I get along with both of them, uh, male and female, quite a bit. Um, usually within the first 10 minutes, I'll know whether or not we're going to be friends or we're going to butt heads. Um, cause it's all based off of, <clears throat> and we are going to go into it in a minute, but your, your sun sign isn't just your only sign. So it's kind of like a makeup of what all the other planets are kind of depends on whether or not I'm going to vibe with you or not. But more times than not, I really get along with Sagittarius cause they're just really chill. And they're a lot about like having fun and, and yep. I need that in my life. I really do. And they're not just like normal fun, like a normal no. party. A normal party is boring to them. They like to have that weird fun. Yeah. Like very. I'm talking, let's go wear our, our swim trunks through the grocery store and throw pool noodles over the aisles type of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking they're all, like, they're I'm also, talking like, they're also into the kinky stuff too. And that can yeah, get interesting. Oh, whoa. They are crazy when it comes. I don't even get to that. I'm like, yeah. what are those monkey sounds coming out of your room? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, well, we tried this new thing. I did this with that. And I'm like, no. (laughs) All I will say, all I will say is I never knew what NCN uh, was until I had met uh, a Sagittarius. And I was like, oh, you people do that. He's like, yeah. And they love it. I'm like, all right. I don't get it, but okay. (laughs) And, And don't forget to Google soaking. Anyway, their symbol is <clears throat> Archer. <laughs> their element is fire. Their quality is mutable. Their ruling uh, planet is Jupiter. Their detriment is Mercury. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, I, I do too. Of all the three fire signs, they're my favorite. Yeah. Yep. And I, I think... Uh, Aquarius... I would never... I would. Side note, I would yeah. never be in a relationship with one. Right. I would never date one for sure. Never. Never. But they're great for friendship. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, But yeah. I was going to say something, but I decided to uh, delete that. <laughs> De- cap, del- cap. Delete that thought. <laughs> I, I read uh, somewhere this week that um, we'll get into the... the we're, we're like 30 minutes in, but we'll get into the birth chart. Uh-huh. But I found out my uh, Mercury was in Aquarius. Mm-hmm. And this dude's like, dude, if you have Mercury in Aquarius, you don't think. You compute. <laughs> you know, like accurate yep like data yep. um capricorn they're the hardest workers of the zodiac and love nothing more than getting ahead in life they're ambitious determined materialistic and strong uh, they'll keep going when others should have would have given up miles back this makes them great partners in life as well as friends or collaborators capricorn is you yes i am speak, the stego speak I, on you i am an earth sign um Capricorns, I tend to like Capricorn women more than I like Capricorn men, but that again goes back to Earth signs being very stubborn. Um, I find also it can depend on the type of month you are too. Like December Capricorns, I don't like them. January Capricorns, I do. Interesting. Um, 
it's it's very interesting. Don't really know the rhyme or reason behind why. Um, but I've seen funny memes about um, you know, if the devil hates you, he'll send you a January Capricorn, and that's very true because we can be quite unbearable. Um, you can ask anybody I know. I I will I will hammer you with an opinion until you either see my side or I feel like I've expressed it to the point that uh, it nauseates you and you understand where I'm coming from. Um, very hardworking. When it comes to work, Capricorns are probably the most um, worried about status and uh, how much money they're making. And they can be very miserly at times. So I kind of got to look out for that. Um, not worry about material wealth all the time. But as far as the earth signs go, for me, Capricorns rank in the middle. Taurus is my least favorite. Capricorn is the middle. And then Virgos are the top of the earth signs. Their symbols, the sea goat, um, elements, earth, qualities, cardinal. Their ruling planet is Saturn. Their detriment is moon. Mm -hmm. yeah. Aquariuses. I mean, I think you're my, the first Capricorn friend I've ever had. Knowingly. But I enjoy our, our relationship. I think when you're brutally honest with me, it makes me wake up in one sense and go, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that is one thing I will say about Capricorns. They're kind of no nonsense. They will just tell you how it is bluntly. And and sometimes that's not always okay. But that's probably why we get along. <laughs> you just say some shit about me that probably would offend anyone else. And I'm yes. like, that's totally yeah. That's Capricorns in the workplace aren't really aren't really fun because if you ask me my opinion about something, I will I will not lie to you. I will give it to you straight. But Aquarius you will probably like not it. like that, huh? Aquariuses don't like that. No, I'm saying inside the workplace, like your boss yeah, doesn't want to. Your me boss too, doesn't want to hear uh, why things wrong and shitty. They they're not really looking for you to give them the actual answer. They want you to be a good worker and just you know. But I will give it to my boss every time. No, like. Perfect oh, example. you're talking about you're the employee. Yes. I was yeah. seeing the Capricorn as the boss. Oh, yeah. No, people also don't like Capricorns as bosses because we're very like, well, but I don't always call in. Yeah, but you did. So I have to follow the policy that's set forward. I have to give you this documentation. You can't just let it slide this one time. No, because if you I let it slide this one time, then I have to, have to give everybody a free chance. And I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm your robot asshole, and I'm just like, I haven't called in in four years. Do you, you really think I give a fuck? Yeah, exactly. That's me. <laughs> They're like, you haven't called in in four years? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Aquarius is. My yeah. mother is an Aquarius. Really? Yes. But you don't have that great of a relationship if I'm No, not we lying. have an okay relationship. You do? Yeah. Okay. We, we'll we, talk we'll talk off off screen. We we but... we we get into it sometimes, but we mm -hmm. we go through like ebb and flows. Kind of like how you and me do. There's there's times where we get angry at each other. Um I think it's more on your side. I don't really feel too much. I I That's true. You're not a very feeling type. Yeah, I I, I just really like you and uh <laughs> hope hope you don't leave my life like so many have. That's pretty much it. <laughs> I feel like Honestly, though, like I feel like that's kind of an Aquarius thing. Like I feel like Aquariuses are have like a deep seated fear of abandonment all the time because everyone abandons us because we're so detached. We're not loving or gift giving. We're, we don't care. Like we don't ask how you feel all the time. We're not always there for you. So we're it always depends. in our own head. Again, I think it kind of depends on like the uh, like the, the makeup of all the planets. But anyway, yeah. Aquarius. Yes. 
They're advanced, creative, self-reliant, clever, exceptional, and optimistic. Air is their elemental sign. They like air. Uh, they're just like air. They lack a distinct form and appear to resist classification. Others are enthusiastic and active. Some are calm and sensitive. Um, they're all over the place. Uh, yep. Positive reinforcement is one of the most important aspects of contentment for them. And they will rapidly get bored or uninterested if they don't have it. Um, they need a lot of time alone and ponder to ponder and refresh. So their symbol is a water bearer. Their elements air. Their fixed sign. Their ruler is Saturn, um, or more modern Uranus, and uh, their detriment is Sun. And yeah, so I enjoy being in Aquarius. For air signs, Aquarius ranks at the top. Gemini's the middle. Libra's my my least favorite. I think I like Aquarius doesn't get along with them so much is because the planet that was ruled by them used to be Saturn until they realized there were more planets and then they gave them it's Uranus now. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what <clears throat> so before they could see that far, Saturn was attributed to Aquarius. Um, and kind of with all the signs, which I didn't really break down because I, we're going to get into more stuff later, but like with Aquariuses, I see them as air and a mixture of water. Uh, and also that's kind of representative of their sign as the water bearer. Um, like they're, they're a mix of, air and water whereas like gemini i would see as like just pure air air and air and then when it comes to libra i would see libras like a mix of like air and fire yeah so um, i would say libras are like dry air and aquarius is like humidity yes but we're still vaporized i love aquarius men and i love aquarius women um they're very intellectual they're also extreme hermits a lot of the time they don't like to go out a whole lot which is totally okay with me um, they're not big partiers. They're very intellectually stimulating. Um, it can get annoying because they can get very, again, like set in like their way and their mode of doing things. Um, because we're just, right. <clears throat> but it's you just have we to are learn correct. Okay. to adapt and <laughs> beat them over the head with logic. And eventually they'll turn around. <laughs> I think the issue is we, we think about something maybe a little more than a lot of people so then when people come at us with their opinion i'm like i don't think you've thought about it as long as i have and i i, I really don't think you've read as much as i have and i i wonder how much you really know about this subject and i'd like to stop talking to you yes that's pretty much what happens with most <laughs> so aquarius is great friends but again when it comes to aquarius like sagittarius i don't think i would ever be in a relationship with an aquarius yeah, Look, Aquarius women are too much for me. I think but that's okay. I think I give okay. it a whirl. I I think dating your own sign, like some people would say, like that's narcissistic. Depending Absolutely. on the sign, I think that it would be okay. Like Capricorn and Capricorn relationships tend to go pretty well. Aquarius and Aquarius relationships would tend to go pretty I'm well. Sure. But like a Leo and a Leo relationship would be awful. Really? And yeah, it would not be good because their egos would clash. A, bat a battle of the egos all the time. I think a Scorpio-Scorpio relationship would be perfect. Probably. Or it'd be very toxic, depending on how they interact with each other. But yeah. Correct. All right. Let's get into the last sign, right? No, that's it. No, Pisces. Yeah. Oh, Pisces. Everybody forgets. Now all the Pisces are going to cry and be like, everybody forgets about Pisces. Well, you want to hear something worse? My daughter's a Pisces. Kurt I Cobain just, was a Pisces. I totally just forgot to talk about the traits of Pisces. Um, they're, uh, known for being emotionally sensitive, gracious, and emotionally aware. Um, 
They're regarded to be the most sympathetic of all the signs, and they'll go to great lengths to ensure the happiness of those around them. That's totally true. They're also creative and imaginative. I read somewhere that they are the most liked sign. They are. They also have the most serial killers in that sign. <laughs> uh, yeah, John Wayne Gacy, Richard Ramirez, Dennis Rader, who is BTK, Eileen Warnos, Otis Toole. Uh, yeah, all Pisces. I've never even heard of several of those people. Mm. Yeah. Um, Richard Ramirez, he was the Night Stalker, Otis Tool, Eileen Warnos. You've not heard of her? Man, I I know a lot about serial killers. Yes. Maybe too much. Um, I'm but not also, judge. also Pisces, you know, you have great Pisces like Kurt Cobain. He was a Pisces. Um, I, when it comes to Pisces, they're my least favorite water sign. I think they're a little bit too like when it comes to the water signs, like Scorpio would be watery and fiery. Like we talked about um, cancer would be like watery and airy. And then like Pisces is just like straight water. And I just can't, I can't deal with that much emotion and like, like I enjoy daydreaming and stuff like that. But Pisces are very like daydreamy, very, very hippie ish or apparently a serial killer. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. Um, they're symbols of fish. They're uh, elements, water, qualities, mutable, ruled by Jupiter, modern days, Neptune. Their detriment is Mercury, modern mm -hmm. day Pluto. Yeah. And that's what's happening. I can tell you my daughter, I mean, but she's only four. Her emotions are all over the place, but I'm pretty sure that has to do with the age um, it's, as well. It, it's probably the age and yeah, being a water sign. Being a water sign is hard. They do have my sympathy being that emotional man i'm sorry i wouldn't know yeah i literally wouldn't know i tried i wrote that thing today like that it's truly a shame that i'll spend my entire life in my head and then i laughed <laughs> like so hard <laughs> when i thought about it all right oh, so man. moving us along birth charts we got birth charts so if you want to look up your birth chart all you really need to know is the location you were born and the time you don't have to be super specific about the time it helps um but it does help because depending on like what time of the day uh planet might be in a different sign based off of that um so if you want the most accurate um portrayal of what your personality and your makeup is according to astrology try to find your birth certificate type that in and they will accurately pull up everything for you so yeah, if you Google natal chart, um, usually astro.cafeastrology.com will pop up first. Yep. Um, and you just put in that information, they give you your birth chart, and then you can look at YouTube videos on how to read your birth chart. But we're going to go quickly over that, just yeah. a quick layman's overview. But definitely check it out on uh, YouTube if you're interested. It's all about self-betterment and improvement. Yeah, so. it's the same with MBTI. Um <clears throat> like you'll hear people use MBTI or astrology is like, well, that's I'm, I'm arrogant and I like to step on people because I'm, I'm a Leo or I'm very set in my ways and I need everything to be orderly because I'm a Virgo. It's not about using the astrology to justify the bad habits that you have. It's about learning about why you have these habits and learning how to better them for yourself and for those around you. It's all about building better relationships with. People. Yes. Yes. I, um, I, I think I'm a better person after this whole birth chart experience. And it's, it's interesting too. Like 
like I asked you a while ago for your uh, your birth time and all that, because I wanted to read your chart so that I could learn, you know, different ways that you think, because when you do your birth chart and you go over it for yourself the first time, it is scary accurate, like about how you interact with people, what some of your vices are um, and things like that. So I tend to find it to be very helpful to learn what somebody's MBTI and their astrological sign is because uh, it can be very helpful in building relationships and how you communicate with them. Yep. So we'll just give a quick uh, definition of all the planets. Yeah. So the North Node and Lilith and then the houses and then um, conjunction, square, sextile, trine and opposition. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go through what ours taught us. Yeah. So the first sign is... Um, so like when I you type in my my if I was just to do a quick Google search without my birth time or anything like January 15th, what is my sign? My sign is Capricorn and that's my sun sign. That is the sign that the sun is in during the time of my birth. There's 12 zodiac signs. So over a 30 day ish period, um, the sun is in a certain sign and what the sign is. Uh, what the sun rules or what it represents is um, your ego. It's your basic personality. It's your vitality. Um, it's kind of who you are as a person and how you interact with yourself and the world around you. Um, keywords for it are, it's about your consciousness, your individuality, your self-expression, your leadership style, your, your confidence, your creativity, and the sun is a very masculine sign, so it's about your masculinity. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, the three things, if you don't want to do, like, deep dive, um, are your ascending sign, your sun sign, and your moon sign. Yep. Um, those are the main three. Uh, your ascending is your mask, your face that you show the world. Your sun is your ego, and your moon is your heart or your emotional core. Um and then Mercury is your communication, correct? Yes. And like how you uh, process things mentally. Yeah. So um, what Mercury would represent within you, yeah. what it represents within you is your mind and your style mm -hmm. of communication. Um, so like my Mercury is um, in Capricorn. So my sun sign is in Capricorn and my Mercury sign is in Capricorn. So how I communicate is in a very logical, precise manner um i don't know what your mercury is in but that would kind yeah, of you do. what is your mercury in um my ascendant is libra my sun is aquarius my moon is aquarius my mercury is aquarius oh okay so you express yourself and you communicate like in it in aquarius which is why right. you can be both intellectual but also your thoughts are very random and you're kind of going all over the place correct um what mercury can represent in life is the collective's uh, mental patterns, and it can also represent the economy and the media. We'll go back for a second to the moon because that what it represents within you is your inner world and your soul, like you were saying. It's all about the subconscious. It's about the emotional side of you. That's why cancers are so emotional because their sign, their uh, ruling planet is literally the moon. Um, what the moon represents in life would be the human collective's general mood. That's why 
weird stuff if you ever notice will happen around the time that the moon's about to be full just random shit that seems like out of nowhere it seems like everybody's going crazy for a little bit and you'll look at the calendar and be like oh the full moon's in like a day or two and isn't that today it is today today's the full moon in gemini um so if you get Um, a bunch of fights and stuff like that that's because you know the full moon's in gemini fuck you um My Neptune is in the third house. That's why my, my communication style is all over the place. I'm I stutter sometimes, or I go all over the place with subjects, or mm-hmm. I'm just in the house of confusion when it comes to communication. Yeah, it's, it's funny good. because my thoughts are super organized. Yes, it's just when I talk, it's just like blah 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 blah. Yep, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. It's what makes you unique. That's why it's so interesting to read your birth chart because, you know even being born a day after me, like somebody's going to be completely different in how they do things. They say every two hours. Yeah. It's it crazy. A lot. It's crazy. Um, so the next planet in the, the planets is, is Venus, which is, yep. I mean, she's the goddess of, of love in uh, Roman mythology. She is Aphrodite. It's the planet of beauty. It's ruled by Libra. Um, and it's all about your aesthetics and your love language. Um, that's, that's, really what it represents um so my mine is kind of a a detriment to me because my venus is in sagittarius so that means i'm very fickle um capricorns are like notoriously loyal but when it comes to um relationships and stuff like that i can struggle in uh falling in and out of love very fast with people um i can i can have a wandering eye i can uh want to uh have relationships with multiple people which i mean in today's day and age a lot of people do do that but some people are not okay with that um unfortunately my youngest his venus is in sagittarius and my eldest's venus is in gemini which is also a detrimental sign to have in your venus because it just means you want a lot of partners and that's not good um (laughs) so it represents your love language your aesthetics um, and what it represents in life is the collective's romantic energy and sense of connection to one another. Uh, my, my yeah, Venus go. is Capricorn, so straight to it. Yeah, so you're very loyal, but like probably not too much foreplay, right? And then no, that's not true, actually. No? All right, Capricorns are um, patient, notor- notoriously freaky. We right. learn, we learn what you like in bed, and then we will repeat it and execute it and refine it. Right. That is something I can get into, but anyway. yeah. yeah, Venus, my, uh, it's in the fourth house for me, which is all about home and family. So I'm very loyal in that sense. And mm-hmm. yeah. So Mars next, the planet of Mars. action. Um, what Mars represents within you is your determination and your sex drive. Um, so again, my Mars it's in, it's in Capricorn. So I, I learn all about what you like. It's all about learning how to please you. And then I refine it. Um, what it represents in life is the collective's focus and the level of aggression. So Mars is also um, comes into play, not only inside the bedroom, but also it's the plan of action. It's of your passion. So it does have a little bit to do with your, your communication style as well. Not as much as Mercury is because Mercury is all about, the way your mind works and how your, your communication style is. Um, but Mars does play into how aggressive you can be when you're communicating with uh, people. And my Mars, like I said, it's in Capricorn. So I can be, I can be very stubborn when it comes to certain ideologies. 
my Mars is in Libra, so I just want peace. Yes. <laughs> That's not bad at all. I like it. I mean, I just don't think confrontation's necessary. <laughs> you very much try to avoid it unless it is um unless it actually mean like the confrontation's going to be meaningful. Right. Like, like that, if it will develop both of us. Like that old guy at the bar that you got in an argument with for an hour because he denied that the climate was changing. Right. He denied humans had any involvement and that the planet was fine and that we can continue processing fossil fuels and emitting methane and heavy particulates in the atmosphere and that scientists are just paid to lie. And I'm just that things I'm are just, bad. I'm just going to say it. He was an old white man, and I, I, I think because because of that, he was he was talking down to you in a way that I did not appreciate. Which I let him know when you went to the bathroom for the third time because I'm you glad were, I'm glad you, you caught on. Yeah. I, oh, I knew I knew what he was thinking, and I was like, "Yo, that's you, mm. you're not being cool, bro." So, yeah. Uh, next, uh, yeah, point. I think he was one of those Leo type people that thought they were smarter than they are. He he might have been. Um, so next we got Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion. Um, keywords for Jupiter are luck, optimism, hope, vision, growth, wisdom, influence, prosperity. Uh, I guess I could have been telling you all this, but the transient between these Zodiac signs for this planet is 12, 13 months. So the further out you get, obviously, um, the longer, yeah, the transit time increases. So the longer that planet's going to be in, uh, in, in the sign that it is in. So um, what it represents within you is where you find your luck and what it represents in life is this collective sense of health, hope and growth. My Mars or oops, my Jupiter is in Virgo, um, which is a good sign to be in uh, Jupiter because Virgos are very um, prosperous. They, they think about how they want to, enact a plan they look at things in terms of like not just uh the here and now but 5 10 20 30 years down the road um and they do tend to be pretty lucky too so it's nice to have virgo in the planet of luck i have scorpio and jupiter interesting yeah that's very interesting i don't know how that would affect your jupiter but all right yeah i don't know i don't know so Saturn, probably why, probably why I'm loyal. Definitely. That's Might definitely part look. of it. Um, so Saturn <clears throat> is the planet of structure. Um, Saturn is actually all about karma. It's about discipline, restriction, law, authority, life lessons, obstacles, etc. That's why most Capricorns actually don't come into their own until they reach their 30s. Um, I was recently um, learning about, and that's because the lessons and the karmic nature of Saturn, it takes a long time. And so when you reach your thirties is when you really start to settle into yourself and who you are as a Capricorn, because Saturn is Capricorn's ruling planet. Um, And what it represents within you is where you must take responsibility and learn your life lessons. And what it represents in life is global structures, governments, collective karma. <clears throat> so Saturn very much about authority and discipline and how you interact with the world. My Saturn is in Aquarius. <clears throat> My Saturn is in Libra. <laughs> Interesting. And it's like so, what rules, man? Yeah. And so <laughs> b- 
because mine is an Aquarius that again goes back to like the intellectualism that goes back to me um, looking at rules and how they're structured and being able to break down those rules just because I'm a Capricorn and I'm ruled by Saturn doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to follow laws. I'm actually going to use my Aquarius and Saturn to question those laws and decide which ones I find uh, morally reprehensible or not. So it's very interesting because it is also about the karmic nature. Um, and also because it is an Aquarius, my, my perseverance and strength there can be pretty strong when it comes to ideologies. Um, now Uranus, <laughs> Uranus is the planet of revolution. Um, Technology, innovation. Yes, that's actually what it represents in life. Progressive and future-oriented growth, the internet, technology, science, and what it represents within you is how you express yourself uh, in excentricity. Ooh, eccentricity. Oh God, eccentricity. Yeah, that's a word I can't say today. Um, so my Uranus is also in Capricorn because I have a lot of Capricorn in my chart. Um, so that is how I express myself is in a very like methodical way, but I also have like quirky dark thoughts and stuff like that because, uh, Capricorn's tarot card is actually the devil, um, which is all about carnality and pleasure and such fun. Yeah. Probably why I get along with Capricorn. Yeah. And what's um, your Uranus in Sagittarius? Oh, so that's awesome because as the planet of revolution and innovation, that's why um, you express yourself the way that you do in such dark and funny ways. <laughs> I, don't um, like, I don't like fluffy shit. No, no. Oh. Uh, Neptune, you want to talk about what does Neptune mean? I don't know. Neptune is the planet of magic. Um, it's all mm. about spirituality, fantasy, dreams, mysticism. Confusion too, right? A little bit, yeah. Um, okay. What it represents within you is your imagination and your mystical side. Um, what it represents in life for the collective is global artistic interests, scandals, religion, and spirituality. Um, so my um, <clears throat> my Neptune is also in Capricorn. Um, so that's why a lot of my my fantasy my my fantasy life tends to be based on like how comfortable I am in, in a financial state. Uh, it's about a prestige. Uh, what legacy am I going to leave behind? Am I going to be uh, remembered or am I going to be somebody who's just forgotten? So it kind of, it's all about your, your mystical daydreamy side. And it's also about the, the mystical nature and how you approach spirituality too. So the way I approach spirituality is probably different than whatever, your sign is in Sagittarius. There you go. I so do what I want. You do what you want. I I kind of have a, a set set of rules to how I discover how I'm going to believe certain things. And um, I, I'm kind of like a scientist when it comes to spirituality. I kind of see what works and throw out what doesn't and keep what does. I'm super spiritually fickle. Yes. I'll be like, oh, this this seems right. Mm. Yeah, you'll be like, you'll be like one right. for years. You'll be like, yeah, astrology's bullshit, and then you'll look into it and you'll be like, oh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Um, um, what is Pluto? Pluto, the planet Pluto. of rebirth. 
transformation, destruction, death, evolution, domination. Um, Pluto, because it's so far, the transit between Zodiac sign is this 12 to 15 years. So that's why you'll see a lot of people um, who are born within a couple years of you usually have the same Pluto sign. Uh, what Pluto represents within you is how you transform and are reborn. And what it represents are global powers, institutions, and banks in the world. My Pluto is in Scorpio, um, which is actually the planet that Scorpio is ruled by. Um, so when it comes to what um, was your ascending? My ascending is Leo. Oh my God. So you just come off as a prick. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. That's so weird. My, that is weird. <laughs> that's why I'm all about overthrowing governments and institutions and stuff. My Pluto is in Scorpio, which is all about destroying things and rebirthing things. That's why I'm very idealistic in my political yeah. stances. That's why when it comes to human nature, I believe that everybody for the most part should like be looked at on an individual basis and given second chances, um, et cetera. What's your Pluto in Libra? Yeah. All right. What destruction? You know, Every, everything dealing with structure rules and anything like mm -hmm. that. I'm like the, I'm out of here. Yeah, you're like, don't want it. Don't I just want stability the way if, if it's Jeez. working, it's, it's working. Easy. Yeah, no, I it's just... not working. It's absolutely fucked. Yeah, but, but it's working. It's working in your favor as much as it can. I am so. alive as a naked monkey and I'm not being shot at. Yep, I and, am winning. And that's that's OK with you. That's it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, burn that bitch to the ground. I'm like, everything sucks. But you know what? <laughs> I have peace. So we'll go into Lilith and North Node in a minute. But yes, to go yeah. back to your point. So the three signs that you are, Capricorn, your sun sign, that or my sun sign, that's that's who I am ego egoly, right? Yep. My Gemini moon is how I think. It's my subconscious. So that's why Geminis are very intellectual. So I'm very intellectual. I get stimulated with intellectual con conversation and stuff like that. Yep. My ascendant is a Leo. So as a Capricorn, I do a lot of studying. I have a Gemini moon. I'm very intellectual. I'm very driven. And as a earth sign and having so much earth in my chart, especially when it comes to like my Mercury, which is how I communicate, I'm very stubborn. And then you throw in my rising sign, which is how I project myself to the world. So most people, when they meet me, are probably going to think that I'm a Leo um, because of my rising sign, because that's the mask that I put on. And then it's backed up with this intellectual Gemini and this stubborn Capricorn. I come off like a huge asshole. Um, and I don't know if this also plays into how astrology and MBTI can play into neurodivergency, which is a conversation that we've had before. Um, but I am on the spectrum for um, autism too, um, specifically the Asperger's level of autism. And what you'll notice with a lot of people with Asperger's is they tend to come off very blunt and be kind of like dicks. Um, so I'm not sure if astrology also plays into that. But yes, when I talk to people, um, it's interesting because people, even if they hate me, seek my approval. And I, I postulize that's because of my Leo rising, because Leos are, are leaders and um, people are very attracted to Leos and look to them for answers. Um, because they're weak. Yes. So... <laughs> And I have, yeah, there's the Leo coming out. I have a God complex. That is for sure. Um, 
I, I definitely think that when it comes to the general populace, um, that I'm a little bit better than the rest of them. And that's a flaw of my own that I need to fix, which is why. Fix that shadow. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm actually, that's a really good way. Of, that's a good way of describing the rising sign. So your, your Capricorn, my Capricorn sun, that would be my ego. My Gemini's moon is my, my subconscious. And then my yeah, rising sign is, is, is my shadow. That's the shadow sign. It's the one I struggle with because the ego and the shadow are always struggling with one another. Right? So my Capricorn is trying to fight and my Leo is trying to fight each other. Interesting. interesting. Very I interesting. Just, I just wear a Libra mask and I, I know it. Yeah. And people think I'm a lot more easygoing and chill. And they rip that Band-Aid off and find I'm a judgmental dick. <laughs> I like to be left alone. Like, well, he's not as cool as I thought. Um, so Lilith. Lilith is, uh, what did I say that was? I had that open on a tab. Do you know? Do you remember? So. Let me find it again. I need to reopen that one. Okay. Sorry about that. Thought in that. So, um, so Lilith is, understand. The Lilith I sign is I understand it. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I didn't find it. Go ahead. Sorry. So the Lilith, <laughs> as I understand it, it kind of describes where we value free will um, over inclusion and how we kind of go our own way. Um, it's where you're not willing to compromise at all. Um, it's ah. also very feminine. It's a feminine side. I mean, it's Lilith, yeah. so it's very feminine. Um, so our Lilith placement is where per a person's primitive impulses and behavior in their raw rawest form. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much okay. cutting out the bullshit so we yeah. can get to the heart of the matter. Like yep. done. Um, so my Lilith is in Capricorn. I was going to say Capricorn. Yep. I have a lot of Capricorn. Yeah. Mine's Saggy. You got a lot of Sagittarius in yours. That's interesting. I do what I want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So when it comes to the bullshit, I, I cut it out. Like, let's get to the heart of the matter. I don't really care for all the nuances of this discussion. This is like, not, I, I, there's nothing I hate more. And as a storyteller, you would think I'd appreciate it more. But there's nothing I hate more than when somebody's like, so let me tell you this story. And then we take five fucking side change and side quests to get to the main story. When I'm like, just let's get to the heart of the matter. Let's go. So that we can fix this problem. I don't need to know yeah. all the issues and childhood trauma that you suffered to fix this issue. Let's go. Um, yep. So, yeah. Very no bullshit when it comes to that. Uh, and then you have your north node. And that's my north, favorite. Your north node is, which you got really excited about, or what your north star says, yeah. is it's the point of destiny that you continue to fall throughout life. Um, and when you focus your intuition on following the path designated by the north node, you will feel more fulfilled more yep. purposeful, but it's not easy because it's the point beyond your comfort zone. Yep. Um, so if you believe in, and this is more Western astrology, there's much older astrology, there's Vedic astrology, which um, we barely are grasping Western astrology. So we didn't even have time to get into Vedic astrology. Um, but like all good things, white people stole from other cultures. Um <laughs> true sorry like all um, good things <laughs> but the way the way we've done astrology <laughs> seems to for the most part be accurate in, in working for the purposes that we're using astrology for um but if you believe in 
uh, karmic rebirth, if you believe in um, the Hindu uh, reincarnation, what a lot of people say is your north node is your what you were in your previous life and how it's kind of pushing you forward into what your purpose is in this knife that this next life to kind of fulfill your uh your karma from your past life yep so my north node is cancer which if i can obtain that i'm like almost a complete human being it mm -hmm. would give me my heart it would give the tin man his heart um or is it the lion no it's the, the tin lion. man it's the tin man the the yeah. lion's courage remember right but i thought i heart and courage that's why i made that no. correlation but um no. yeah it would make you're acting me... like the scarecrow right now like you ain't got a brain damn damn sorry <laughs> harsh if i had feelings i would be hurt um <laughs> cancer <laughs> is about nurturing or like um loving those around you and after i found out that cancer was where i was supposed to be i started like calling all my friends and like reaching out to people and they truly appreciate it and made me really sad and realize how detached I've been. And I need to really work hard to get into that uh, cancer zone. Well, you were also really excited because your North node is in cancer and my North node is in Capricorn, which are right. the opposite signs. So and we so, can teach each other. Yeah. So that's what you were excited about. You were like, yeah. Oh, it's almost like destiny because my North node, which is the destiny or the path that I'm supposed to follow is in a direct, direct opposition to yours, which is why we work so well together, which I didn't know or even think about. But yeah, that that could very well be true. And yeah. I, I enjoy that. I enjoy that. We a are lot. one another's teachers. Yeah. Even All if right. you think you're better. So those are that's a brief <laughs> overview of the planet. You can definitely go way more into it um, for people who have phones, actually a really good app that you can use once you figure out your birth time and all that is um, what is this app called? Go into the houses and I'll figure oh, out okay. what this app I'll is called. I'll tell you what all the houses are. Cause it's already over an hour. Yeah. And we don't have very long attention spans, especially Astro Western civilization, Astro matrix birth horoscopes. It goes into, it'll give you your birth chart and it gives you the daily astrology. It gives you everything you need to know. And you can learn about it and you click on, you know, uh, if you go into it and I want to look at my birth chart, I can just click on if I want to learn about my Mercury and Capricorn, I just click on it. And it what is it called the, again? It pulls up a little article right there and it'll tell you what the sign is in the modality of it, your opportunities, your challenges, and it gives you a little article on it. And it's really fun. It's called Astro Matrix Birth Horoscopes. And the okay. sign for the app looks like that. It's hard because of a glare. It looks like yeah. a planet. People. It is a planet. With a little ring around it. It's a it's Saturn with the ring around it, and it's purple. All right. So All the right. houses. Um, yes. The houses is like. Um, how would you describe the houses in general? Just to say what they are. Well, the houses are. They're so okay. I found something. They're associated with a set of traits beginning from the self and expanding outward into society and beyond. Right. So the moment you're born, the plants are all in a specific sign and house. Yes. And when an astrologer interprets your chart, they blend the meaning of each planet and the house it's in and the sign it's in and map the obstacles or gifts you'll face in this lifetime. Right. All right. So the first house begins the zodiac, covers all of the first. So first impressions, self appearance. Uh, self and appearance, leadership, new initiatives, 
fresh starts and beginnings. The sign on the cusp or starting edge of this house is referring to your rising sign or ascendant. Uh, you want me to just go through all of them? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Second house uh, covers all matters related to your immediate material and physical environment, taste, smell, sound, touch, sights. The second house also rules income, money, and self-esteem, ruled by Taurus. Uh, first house is ruled by Aries. I should have said that. Uh, third house uh, rules all forms of communication, talking, thinking, gadgets, devices, cell phone, blah, blah, blah. The third house also covers siblings, neighborhoods, local travel, libraries, schools, teachers, and community affairs. It's ruled by Gemini. Uh, fourth house um, is ruled by Cancer. It's uh, the one that's at the very bottom of the Zodiac wheel. Um, so it is the foundation of all things. It includes your home, privacy, basic security, your parents, particularly your mother, your children, your own yep. mother, mothering abilities, nurturing, and tender, loving care. But that's a bit redundant. It's about it's it's mainly about your your home your family like your your roots and it's about your deep emotions and your sense of self-worth especially is what the fourth house is um and that is one of like if you don't have because not every sign also in your your chart is going to be assigned a house so like in my chart i have signs in my, my fifth house my tenth house my fourth house my first house, my sixth house, my third house, and my ninth house. So I'm missing that. Um, I'm missing, I believe, the second house, um, the eighth house, the seventh house. So depending on what the signs are in and all that, there will be some. There will be some houses that you're missing. Um, wow. So people who don't have a fourth house, that's really sad. Um, yeah, because they they don't really have an area of home or family or a very good sense of self-worth, um, just like people who uh, don't have a fifth house, which is the area of your creativity, your self-expression, your romance, your entertainment and all that. Um, it, like if you don't have that, you like you don't have any creative self-expression or I mean, I guess it would be good not to really have any self-indulgences. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, but that's what the fifth house rules. Sorry. You can keep oh, going right. if you'd like. No, I was just seeing which houses I was missing. I have uh, my sun, moon, and Venus all in the fourth house. So I'm that's, very family-oriented. That's very good. Interesting, considering you didn't want children. I know. <laughs> um, so the sixth house, I guess, moving on. That's Wait, no, the fifth house. Oh. Ruled well, by yeah. dramatic Leo, governed self-expression, drama, creativity, color, attention, romance, fun, and play. Mm, yeah, six houses, uh, health and service. So schedules, organization, routines, fitness, diet and exercise, natural and healthy living, helpfulness and being to service of uh, to others. Oh, my God, I don't have this house. That's why I'm fat and lazy and don't want to help anyone. I only have amazing. My, my Saturn in Aquarius is in my <laughs> sixth house. So uh, so what this app says is. Uh, sixth house Saturn suggests that your career or area of responsibility in the world relates to efficiency in your job and career. In order to succeed in your social position in the world, you will have to gain knowledge and expertise associated with the correct attitude to work with employers, employees, and coworkers. Yeah, learn to get along, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want me to hit the seventh house? Yeah, hit the seventh house. All right. I don't have a seventh house. Really? Nope. Let me look. Let me look here. 
I definitely think I have one here. Where's my seven? Fuck, I don't either. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> um, seventh house is a sector of relationships and other people. It oh, shit. All, all <laughs> partnerships, both business and uh, personal. It's ruled by Libra. Um, so, all asso- uh, relationship associated matters, contracts, marriage, business deals. God, man. So, so, this is funny <laughs> um, because it. I don't really have the seventh house, but what the, the, uh, seventh house is in my birth chart on it uh the astro cafe is funny because um again it breaks everything down and so my aquarius is in house seven and what it says is a slightly hasty marriage is possible the relationship between the partners will be very friendly and full of understanding both will love their independence their freedom of action if one refuses to give this to the other while insisting on it for themselves problems ensue and all of that is extremely accurate yeah, I got married very quickly. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> That's not not to say it's a bad thing, but it's mm-hmm. interesting how accurate it is. So the eighth house. Eighth house, mysterious sector, rules birth, death, sex, transformation, mysteries, merged energies, um, bonding at the deepest level. Eighth house also rules other people's property and money, real estate, inheritances, investments. It's ruled by Scorpio. I don't have that house at all. Um, I do not have that house at all. Nice. Um, ninth house covers the higher mind expansion, international and long distance travel, foreign languages, inspiration, optimism, publishing, broadcasting, universities, and higher education, luck, risks, adventure, gambling, religion, philosophy, morals, and ethics. It's ruled by Sagittarius. My ninth house is only in my midheaven of Taurus. I don't have a nine thousand. You don't. What's your midheaven? What is the symbol for that on here? The MC. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> uh, cancer. Your your north node and your midheaven are cancer. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm supposed to get there. I like it. I like it. I'm supposed to start caring about people. Your 10th house. I only have that in my moon. What's the 10th house? What's the 10th? Do I have a 10th house? Ooh, mine's in Cancer, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Um, 10th house is very top, most public part of the chart. 10th house governs structures, corporations, tradition, public image, fame, honors, achievements, awards, boundaries, rules, discipline, authority, fathers, fatherhood. The cusp or border of the 10th house is also called the Midheaven, um, and it clues astrologers into your career path, and it's ruled by Capricorn. Nice. So my career path is on the path of cancer? I don't yeah. think I could get paid loving people, that's for sure. Well, they're also with every sign, there's certain mm-hmm. jobs that would be beneficial to you. So cancer would probably be like a teacher or something, I would assume. Ah, I would love to be a teacher. I know you would. Yeah. So the next two houses, I don't have either of. I don't have an 11th or a 12th house. Well, let me see here. I, have a, I do not have an 11. I do not have a 12. You and I have a lot of the same missing houses. Interesting. Um, the 11th house rules teams, friendships, groups, society, technology, video, electronic media, networking, social justice, rebellion, humanitarian causes. Also rules originality, eccentricity, 
sudden events, surprises, invention, astronomy, science fiction, and all things futuristic. It's ruled by Aquarius. Uh, the 12th house is uh, completes the... Um, it completes the shit, okay? It's the final house. It rules endings. The house <laughs> covers the final stages of a project, trying, um, tying up loose ends, completions, the afterlife, old age, surrender. It's also associated with separation from society, institutions, hospitals, jails, hidden agendas, secret enemies. It's ruled by imagination, creativity, arts, film, dance, poetry, journals, and the subconscious mind. It's ruled by Pisces. How come I don't have this? I want one. Right? I want one as well. I feel like I'd be even more creative and better if I had it. Yeah, I think we're going to need a part two, man, because we still haven't gone over like conjunction, square, sextile, trine, opposition, all that shit. All right. So much to cover. So much to cover. Well, <laughs> we've recorded a lot of these in advance. So I'll tell you what, um, we will stop it here. Yep. Um, we will have our little two week break that we're going to have. And we'll read about some more stuff and maybe we'll come back with. The conjunction square, the sex style, the trine and oppositions. We'll get even deeper into it, maybe. Um, but we'll try it, to make that one short because you've paid attention this long. Yes, we will reward you with making it shorter and more precise. Yeah. Um, we'll really get some notes up and then uh, we'll actually try. We'll, we'll try. And in between <laughs> that one, we might we might do an episode on Rick and Morty and our favorite we episode. Might. We have to. So we have to. Our, our next episode. Well, we're recording these in advance. So actually, the next episode that you guys will see will be Astrology Part 2. And then after that, we'll have a Rick and Morty episode. But you won't know how we filmed it because we filmed these so far in advance now. Yeah, we have like 40 on the backlog. Yeah, so Part 2, Astrology, coming at you next week. And we'll make it shorter so that uh, you guys can get to the, the nice meat and gritty part of it. We're going to release thousands of episodes over the years, and we're pretty much going to remain the same age. Yes. The goal is to have such a backlog that when we are dead, we are still have 300 years of episodes scheduled out. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you slowly, you slowly see us age. Our great-great-grandchildren will know what we looked like at the age <laughs> of 80. It's the Nam, the Nam and Jareth uh, time capsule. Yes. It'll be amazing. Yeah. This is the grand project. <laughs> what was that? Was it Arthur Schopenhauer that completed all these works and then died? And then finally people recognized his brilliance. Yeah. That's a lot but, of people. <laughs> I know, but I, I was, specifically yeah, it was, thinking. it was definitely him. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be us. Sorry, Leo. That's okay. <laughs> it is what I mean, it is. You get to leave a legacy. Yeah, that's what I'm mainly concerned about. There you are. I don't care how, I mean, I do care about how comfortable I am in this life, but you know, as long as I have a legacy, it's fine. I, I never understood the point of it because I won't be there to enjoy it. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I'm like Eric Abadu. They'll never name building after me. Yeah. To go weird. down in vain. It's a weird insecurity of mine. I don't understand it's strange. it. Strange. I wish I understood it. I don't understand it either. But anyway, love it. Astrology love it. part two. Look this up. I hope you guys had fun. Uh, we definitely had fun. Going yeah, this is probably one of the more stuff. fun conversations. So yeah, look it up. Do it with your friends. It's it's fun. It's especially fun to do if you're inebriated. Yeah, yes. everything's more fun inebriated. Yes, but this especially for some reason just gets you giggly and happy. Yep. All right. So well, like self improvement and self love. Yes. Like, share, subscribe. Um, and Google soaking. And Google soaking. 
I think that'll about I think that'll about do it. Uh, love you uh, all. All right. Bye.